We are back from tour, man. El Paso was amazing. Uh, how many shows was it? It was five shows. Five amazing, beautiful shows. Uh, we had we had such a good time getting back on stage. Three out of the five were sold out. Amazing. I mean, yeah. In, in a pandemic, technically, right? Because it ain't over yet. Um, but every time we go back, we get to meet a couple more people experience a couple of new things mm. see a few other sides of town yeah and just getting more familiar like oh the west side okay i get it that's like the burbs and you know because i heard israel crack a joke but he's like i'm from socorro texas and, and he's like all the people all the west siders pobrecito they don't have sidewalks uh-huh. <laughs> that's pretty funny uh he killed it as, along with uh, jerry garcia the very talented jerry garcia uh, i want to give him props because I got to actually like watch the show Mm. and just seeing Jerry work. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a fan of comedy, keep your eyes on Jerry Garcia. Um, He has a talent. He has a credits and he's he's about to blow up all up in your face. Um, Spoke to midnight today. Uh, um, You know, I'm making my calls. You know, I want to stay in touch with all my homies. I uh, I'm glad you're doing that. That's good. Good for you, because that's something that you're awful at. And yeah. you've recognized that yourself. I'm not before anybody uh-huh. thinks I'm like just fucking dogging you or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like that's something that you've you've made yourself mm-hmm. aware. Mm-hmm. And you'll say stuff like, man, I need to stay on top of like, I wish I would do a better job of staying on top of my, you know. Yeah, you got to nurture all your relationships. But when you're always just like I have way better balance uh-huh. in life. Yeah. But a lot of times you're just like, even when you do have a little break, instead of making a bunch of phone calls, sometimes you're like this is a short break between these two things that I have to do today. And I'm actually going to just like, eh, get on Twitter, drink some coffee, like take a break, go for a walk, or I'm going to go do something for me. I'm mm. going to go to the gym. Mm. So it's kind of selfish in a way. But, um, but anyway, uh, today you took Penny to the doctor. Mm-hmm. She, she had a little checkup. Uh, she impressed the hell out of the doctora. <laughs> she did because listen, you know, she plays doctor at home, you know? So we, we sit there, uh, and yeah, so yeah, um, as soon as you like act like you're going to take a nap on the couch, she's like, <gasps> treats you like you're sick. She's like, hang on, doctora. She'll go get her kit. And, and now yeah. she's checking for your fever. She's trying to give you medicine. It's hilarious. So she thinks it's funny. So I I thought we were going to struggle because, you know, every time I take her to get a checkup, she cries about getting her ears checked. She cries if they checked her heart. Like she would just cry for everything. It was so annoying. I was like, gosh, it's not that serious. So today she stood there for them to measure her. She stood there from the, for, for them to weigh her. And then when they checked her ears, she was like, oh, I said, mira como la doctora Valentina. And she's like letting her check her ears and just letting her do everything. Even when up until they, t- they drew blood out, she was fine. Had that lady not been trying to find her damn vein, I think she honestly would have been just fine but damn she was moving that shit i couldn't even stare anymore i was like oh my god that just looks like it hurts so um but when she came in the doctor said she goes hola doctora it was the doctor was like did she just say hi to me i was like yeah and then then when uh she gave her um a sticker she goes gracias doctora she's like i can't i can't anymore she's like she's too much (laughs) so cute she's advanced um i just realized something um I think we were supposed to record an episode for your podcast, her lounge podcast, yeah. but I just dove in and jumped in. That's what did you all right. say? Cool. That's all right. No we worries. We can do both yeah. after this one. We um, can just change the intro. <laughs> somehow, some way. Hey, I'm going to need an episode too. So I say we either this one's for you, this one's for me, or yeah. we can just start it over. No, nah, we're good. Um, but uh, 
just just to fill everybody in on what we have going on in our lives, we just wrapped up a 30-day cardio challenge. Mm-hmm. We should probably talk about that. Um, I think I gained a lot from it. I think it's it's a very cool system to look at every month as a habit or a skill or a thing you want to focus on or learn. Because that gives you 12 opportunities to be like, man, I got better at photography. I learned Illustrator. Think about it. It shouldn't take you a month to learn Illustrator. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to get good at gardening. Hey, you can in a month if if that's your goal. You know, if that's your system where it's like, I'm going to do that thing. Podcasting. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine if mm-hmm. I do. All right, that's it. October, I'm not missing. You know, I'm not missing. We're doubling up or something or, you know, we're going to figure out this Facebook subscribers thing mm-hmm. or, or what have you. But um, so I'm not going to lie. I did not do cardio every single day. And I think that's part of the lesson. That's part of the experiment. Some di- some some days uh, life is going to have you busy mm-hmm. and you're just not going to be able or some days you just need to rest or some days are just curveballs. You're traveling all day. Something happens. The only thing was, I will say this, even though um, I didn't get my cardio in Mm -hmm. um, like I would have liked, I didn't get my gym in like I would have liked, my steps were still not too bad. And I think it had to do with us doing that video shoot. So we were kind of moving around a Mm -hmm. lot, you know. And then obviously at night at the show, I walked back and forth a lot. So Mm -hmm. I got some steps in there. Uh, So, you know. Yeah, so we didn't eat super clean every single day because sometimes you know some days you're at a comedy club and it's like ah man are we gonna uber eat to the comedy club nah, you know yeah. what i mean are we just gonna just say fuck it we're getting chicken tenders or yeah one day we had we got uber eats uh popeyes to the club i can't believe we had that you know that? that's so crazy well if you looked at the menu options nothing was really it was, at least what, that was protein what what's going so on i couldn't believe that for me it was like Bro, there's nothing nearby that is a healthy meal. Or if they were, they weren't on uh, Uber Eats. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess for Uber Eats, it wasn't there. So, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, as far as options is concerned, it was Jack in the Box. It was Taco Bell. It was... Uh, what was uh, what was that? Ramen, Just like McDonald's and McDonald's. stuff. Like that. It was like I was like, okay, no one must really care for healthy food out here. Oh, Subway was the another thing mm. that was nearby, but you know. Yeah, but uh, we actually had some ceviche dropped off at the comedy club. We ordered mm-hmm. it. Uh, cool story. What what is the name of their truck? El bot is it El Botanero EP? Yeah, El Botanero EP. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then uh, they're related to El Remedio from San Antonio. <clears throat> but um, we met the crew. They just started in January during a pandemic. Their story is cool. Um, the guy, he, the owner, he only had construction experience. His girlfriend had some restaurant experience. And then um, two or three of his buddies pitch in and help out. Mm-hmm. And that's the crew. And he's like, I like seafood. Yeah. And they started slanging ceviche. Yeah. We're out of, they, they have like a uh, cocktail de camarón, you know, shrimp cocktail, mm-hmm. uh, ceviche, which is the bomb. It was amazing. It was refreshing. It was cold. It was, you know, the lime, so much lime juice and flavor. Um, 
tostadas mm-hmm. and then the little bag of tost- it was flaming tosti, tosti something what was it tostiviche i don't know mm-hmm. but basically they cut the bag of the uh, tostitos uh, the little flaming chips they cut the side of it and they throw a bunch of aguacate and uh ceviche goodness all on top so the other los muertos is around the corner how you well, feeling well i think this is what i think um going back to you didn't tell their entire story uh, those w- oh uh, the, those, uh, the crew yeah. yeah the what i liked about them is um you know what i thought was pretty cool mm. was that sometimes uh out of fear uh your partner may just kind of say yeah no. i don't know that's a good idea boo like maybe we shouldn't do that the fact that the girlfriend not even a wife it was the girlfriend who said like okay i'm down to quit my job because at the time she was the only one with the real job so the fact that she said all right so and that they got so busy to the point to where she had to quit her job to come help full time was amazing and then two best friends of his to come help out you know what i'm saying it's hard to find that type of support from friends and mm-hmm. family you know what i'm saying because they have their own stuff going on also you know what i mean yeah they look like they're enjoying it like they're exactly, happy exactly for sure they're they're on an adventure that's what it is yeah because if you think about it this way it's like sometimes in life it's like we're all the lead star in our movie right because we're, mm-hmm. we're human so we we tell ourselves stories and stories is just part of who we are at a at a at a uh, tribal level mm-hmm. a visceral level <clears throat> so y- you can be their age they're, let's just say they're 23 or something like that right you can be a 23 year old that's just kind of like jaded don't really know your purpose you just feel lost in the world you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying you just like what what's what, why am i here you just get depressed because you don't really have a, a why or whatever right but once you t- take an adventure that reminds me of me because i was like all right i think this whole chingo bling thing is kind of insane you know it sounds kind of crazy if you think about it but some's telling me hey man you should try and just jump into show business and kind of maybe figure it out you know your dad was just telling me that story the day he came over to see the girls <laughs> when you went to the um studio what do you say um he ha- what happened you got a point this way oh. you were hitting the side of it. um we were just kind of talking about how he says i think penny is gonna like the entertainment business i said yeah i know i was telling pete the same thing i was like i i feel like she likes it you know whether she be a performer or because you ask her to pose for a picture she ain't got no problem posing you ask her to get ready to do a video she ain't got no problem doing it she's two you know what i'm saying yeah so um I want to encourage it. I don't want to force it if that's the route she wants to go. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll be supportive. Mm-hmm. And, and But I want her to still have an education and have a backup, mm-hmm. you know, just in case that doesn't pan out for her, you know. Um, but anyway, your dad was telling me the story about how you basically graduated college and sat down with him and were like, listen, like, just give me a year. Let me try this out for a year. If it doesn't work, cool. I'll look for a job, you know, but let me just try it out because I'll never know. And here mm-hmm. you are, 20 years later. <laughs> Still so. in the game. <laughs> Still trying to be consistent with a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that 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 loyalty, um, like from the from the people, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, El Paso showed out. The last few cities we've been able to do has been such a blessing that it's like the home state, you know, hometown. We did Houston. That's where I'm from, born and raised. San Antonio, that's where I started, really, my music career, because... 
that's where I was at when I dove in and was underground. And then, you know, back and forth to Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas. Phew, I mean, I spent many. I was out there a lot. Um, what else? El Paso. So the fact that a lot of these were at 50%, 75%, I mean, the laughs were there. It was a crowd, you know. And um, and like you said, 20 years in the game, switching lanes, trying different things, and people being along for the ride, the ride that I chose to, to accept, you know, and try, just like these kids selling ceviche. Like, there's, it's exciting. Basically, it's kind of like, hey, we can either say nah and just not do it, We'll be like, eh, let's just see how it goes. Worst case, we fail. And then we, you know. Shift another yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, you start over. You know what's funny, uh, babe, about that is um, when I first started my interp- my job placement agency with, with Kelly, it was funny because um, when I would talk to people and tell them like that I was going to start that, you know, they would be like, okay, so do you have a backup plan? And I was like, oh shit, I don't. But <laughs> I have an education and I know how to work. So if and I you have I'm, a lot of skills. So if like, I go back mm-hmm. to a corporate job, okay, I go back to a corporate job. Like I've done it. I have the experience. And if I decide I want to be go be a full-time interpreter, then I go be a full-time interpreter. So I think that in the back of my head, that was on my mind and I didn't, I didn't like, I wasn't afraid to jump into it. I only had six months worth of savings, um, you know, so I didn't know how it was going to go. And I didn't know if some of that money was going to have to be used towards the business either. You know what I'm saying? So Mm. it was like a money that was going to be for both. But thankfully, none of it had to be used. And I survived and we were kicking off before the six months of my savings were needed to be used. But how many years did you have that uh, agency? I had it almost nine years. Wow. And then it, you know, I ended right like when we were first dating. Remember, I would be sitting there frustrated with you and be like, well, is there something else you can do? Question, how how old were you when you started it? I was 20. Like 25? 20, no, more like 28. Really? 29, 33, 32, 33. That math don't add up. Seven, you must have been a little no, bit younger. No, a little bit before. I graduated at 20, oh, 26. Only at 26. Yeah, 26. Um, yeah, that's amazing, you know. But that's very I young. knew I knew early on mm-hmm. I was not going to work for someone for the rest of my life. I knew that. Every morning as I went through the toll booth and and spent $80 a month on toll from KD all the way to Greenspoint. If you're not from Houston then then you or you know, you don't if get If you don't it. know now you know. But if you don't know, that is a 45 minute drive every morning and my shift started at 6.30 a.m., which meant I had to leave my house at 5.30 a.m., which means I got up at 4.30 a.m. I was still in school. I'd go to bed at midnight. So I would go to bed almost... Ungodly hour. Yes. And I'd get a total of perhaps maybe four hours. And I was tired 99% of the time. I was overweight also because I was having to pick up whatever I could find on the way, Mm -hmm. you know, to and from school. And it was kind of a rough little time in my life. I'm gonna not going to lie, but um, I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad I still don't work for anybody for the rest of, you know, like I said, I wouldn't do every morning. I'd be mad. I'm like, because it'd be so damn early. And mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person. You know that. So I'd be like, who is? <laughs> no, there's a lot of people who just love mornings. That's I guess their they go thing. to bed. I mean, you know what? I've I've grown to love mornings. Uh, I like and I mornings get up when I go fairly. to bed early. Yeah. Let me let me take that back. When if I rested. go to bed early and I get up, 
I have no problem when it's 7.30. And the, sometimes when I've gone to bed early, my body naturally, it's like almost seven. It's like ready to get up. I'm tossing and turning in the bed. And it's like, okay, let me just get up. My body's like, bitch, you done slept enough. Come on, get talk, up. Talk about when you're productive at an early hour and you're just knocking shit out. Mm-hmm. Man, you made the bed. You made breakfast. You having coffee. You know what I mean? You start to knock out that first work-related thing or whatever. Just a productive shit. Even if it's like a workout. Boom. You done worked out. You done had like a good amount of protein in your breakfast. Um, and you're being productive. How, how? What kind of a high? One thing I want, I really want to start doing regardless of what time I go to bed, which I know it's going to be hard because I, I don't know how many times I've said this, but a habit I like to start and create is one, I like to get back on meditating because I've slacked off galore on meditating journaling. in the morning. Journaling. I've, I, I, you know, the last time I stopped, I did it was the first day of Corona. Oh, wow. I went back and looked at my five minute journal and that uh, is reading. The, uh, reading and uh, 10 minutes in the morning of gratitude. I really want to start 10 minutes. Starting your day with gratitude, guys, is the most rewarding feeling ever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. While I'm brushing my teeth, I, I tell myself my affirmations that I tell myself every morning. You know what I'm saying? But it's not the same sitting and actually like in a peaceful environment. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, just kind of doing that. Uh, I want to bring the... Um, uh, yoga pillows in our room, put them under the bed, pull them out in the morning, just kind of mm-hmm. sit there in the dark with my, he- I don't know, with my headphones on something, you know what I'm saying? Where I sit there and just kind of like, it's going to be a great day. You know, you've, you, you woke up today, you know, you're in good health, whatever is going to help me like get into that zone to where I get up and I'm just ready to go. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I really want to kick that off. And especially <laughs> since I'm starting 39 question out of all those things we mentioned, would 10 minutes of morning gratitude be the habit for the October challenge? Yeah, I'd like that to be that. Instead of reading at night? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. It's official. Uh, I don't know if that's a mindfulness exercise or it's a gratitude exercise. Mm -hmm. So it's October gratitude challenge. And the challenge is 10 minutes of gratitude in the morning. And and the reason why I don't want to start it in November, because I know that's when everybody becomes thankful and grateful for things. Yeah. You know what I'm we saying? We need to start it every day. It needs to start every day. And I, and I swear to you guys, I used to be, when people ask me like, man, how are you so fucking positive and motivated all the time? That's it. I just had, you know, growing up, it was like my mom was really good about telling us, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo soy quien soy y no me parezco a nadie. You know what I'm saying? Basically, like, I am who I am. And I'm not like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. That was her uh-huh. thing. You know, it's like she would remind us. And and another thing, it's funny because I catch myself doing it to Mickey when she mm. wants something mm-hmm. um, that's that's uh, popping. You know what I'm saying? Or it's in mm-hmm. style. I'll be like, do you want it because you like it or do you want it because you saw someone else have it? Because that was my mom's question every time. And it would make me think like. Oh, yeah. So do I want it because I like it or do I want it because I saw someone who was cool rocking it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so then I would think about it. I'd be like, eh, am I going to like that one item in a couple of months still or am I just going to like it for today? You know, mm-hmm. so it would really make me think about those things. And then I finally would tell her like, nah, I don't want that one. I want this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it'd be I'd change my mind or if I really did like it, then, you know, that was it, you know. So, uh. 
my mom was really good about making sure your ass appreciated shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She was really good about making sure that you were your own individual self and you weren't ever just trying to copy or be someone else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so she was always good about that. So I think that was kind of like instilled in me. So I kind of went along life well, like good that. Thing, good thing you soaked it up because I mean, that's something that you recognized and you, you took that on. Mm -hmm. That's why you are always so conscious about your confidence and, and, um, and just being uh, your unique individual style. Mm -hmm. And those are all pluses. And that's why you got yeah. wifed up. You know, hey, about? you know what I'm saying? Okay, look. Oh, homeboy from El Remedio San Antonio just text me. Uh, what, what is this? Check it out. Check it out. Um, oh, okay, dope. He uh, sent me a picture of uh, one of my hats next to his hats. Did they go to the show? I'm going to ask them. Yeah. The people from, from who? From from San Antonio. They have a they I don't remember. They didn't come Did up to me. But um, but I know the one, obviously, the ones from uh, El Paso came, which is his brother, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Oh, speaking of birria, that's what we had for dinner last night. It was National Taco Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, Marisol had the bright idea. We just landed yesterday. So, we landed. Uh, we started taking care of some, some business. And uh, we we're riding around as a family with, with the baby. And it was, was it was starting to be dinner time, and it's like it is National Taco Day. So no, I I was just talking to the babysitter about this. I was telling her that I don't know what it was about me prior to the prior to baby, right? Mm -hmm. To where you know damn well I would have never suggested to go eat tacos. Only because you weren't open to Mexican food, and and like. And because I think I was a lot more strict with myself oh, where I diet. didn't allow oh. myself to eat a lot of garbage. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I, tacos if, isn't necessarily garbage. And well, you know what I mean? Like, you know, food, if you overdo food it yeah. and all that stuff, I, it was like, Oh, I don't know that I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was a very thought out process to where like, am I going to regret this later? You're going to be mad at yourself. You probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. And You're going to have to do extra squats. What, yeah, what's going exactly. On? So, and it's weird because now am I 100% happy with my body right now? Absolutely not. I am. <laughs> hey, you especially, like me this especially way, no, babe. Especially no Paso. Wait. <laughs> I almost caught a UTI. <laughs> Shut up. Do you like, you think me this size is better than what i was hey before, hey, hey look i love you all the, all no, the, all see, the different you ways you well know it i was way more fit it was just a be it, it, and i felt better so i know that i'm not where i want to be regardless right but i'm a lot more willing to if someone said do you want to eat this i'd consider it as versus before i'd be like yeah no there's no options there for me to eat so i'll, I'll probably just pass and i would have just brought my food with me mm -hmm. you know because there's yeah. nothing there that I would want to eat or cheat with. However, uh, shout out to Tacos El Jim mm -hmm. on Houston. the north side yeah. on airline. Yes. <clears throat> um, it was good. Yeah. I had the consomme. Mm -hmm. I ordered three tacos de birria for each of us. Uh, uh, Quesi birria. So it was like a quesadilla with birria inside. They were not skimpy. That's why they're three dollars a piece. Mm, yeah, they were. At first, bad. I was like three dollars a piece. Okay, so I right, bet twenty bucks for me and my girl. Una coca mexicana, chingue su madre. Turn up. Vieja, ¿cuál quieres? Una joya. And uh, we thought we were in Reynosa and shit for a hot right? second. And I ended up todos Bo Bundy's cruising and shit. <laughs> it was the whole cuh. All the cuz was up in there. The cuh community. I even seen some gypsy cuz. I've These never cats, even knew Gypsy Cuz were a thing. They had a whole family. I, now, I'm 
typecasting people. I'm assuming, you know what I mean? They had the cigarettes, you know what I mean? The babies had the little unibrow. I'm thinking these these are gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> the way the ladies were dressed, you could kind of yeah, tell. Kinda but tell. they were like hip. They were like Baisa, Mexican-American, gypsies. But anyway, um, the tacos, I saw why, why they are $3 a piece. Chingo de queso oaxaqueño. I don't know what kind of cheese they use, but. They were not shysty with the meat either. Uh, the salsitas were, were pretty official. Um, the consomme, you know, they had that going down. But, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. It was great. It was a good little meal. I was glad. It was kind of nice also to be, like, kind of out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like It was a nice little taco day. Yeah, it was a nice little taco day. Especially <laughs> with, like, all the hustle and bustle that we just came from. Yeah. It was like I needed a little bit of, like, sit down breathe and you know just kind of take in life for a little bit we shot a music video in el paso that that kept us busy so normally in the daytime we would like maybe get a little bit of office work at a coffee shop or in the lobby maybe get a workout in go grab lunch basically kind of hang out decompress you know workout type of thing yeah you know but with the photo i mean the video shoot it's like get up early get dressed haul ass to the first location ride around a little bit grab lunch real mm-hmm. quick mm-hmm. maybe shoot one last thing and now i'll go to the room yeah. chill for an hour maybe take a nap if you're lucky but when i tell you that video is gonna be really really nice uh shout out to tony dot video design and all those talented people uh raul, raul yeah. yeah raul the dp he's working. you know let me tell you what i liked about him also babe as i sit back i'm very observing guys one thing one thing i'll tell you guys um it's funny because poor Chingo has had nothing but women in his life who are just always like babying him and like protecting him because his sisters are very overprotective. His mom, I don't think as much as his sisters. I think your mom kind of is a little bit more laid back. And I think she and it's kinda, been like that since I was born. <laughs> I think she's a little bit more laid back. So she she kind of lets you figure it out. But your sisters are super duper overprotective which i understand because i'm the same way with well, my yeah. sister you not know? anymore they kind of leave me alone yeah now. now they do yeah but i was saying i know from stories yeah. and you know and so forth and i'm kind of like that too you know what i'm saying because if i don't like something that's being done for you on set or whatever it is i'm quick to voice my opinion and i'm sure they're probably like who the fuck is this bitch did nobody ask her you know but anyway mm-hmm. what i was the compliment i'm gonna give both these guys is they made it very easy we showed up Mm-hmm. the stuff was ready to go and there was no like me questioning like why are they doing that that's or not should they Chingo. line the cars up different yeah or? it was like they knew how they had a vision of how they wanted things to look they knew the scenes that they wanted they knew the um landmarks that they wanted um and then you know raul was like trying to pump you up like uh-huh. get you hype uh-huh. while tony recorded uh-huh. and you need that what people don't understand it's hard to get like in this like it would have for a photo shoot if there's no music playing yeah, you gotta, gotta kind of get in a zone you know and so uh, yeah I'll, he was yeah. definitely doing a good job of trying to get you in the zone so that you could feel the song you know and then my baby was giving me some uh last minute choreography tips you know <laughs> i'm trying to perform and shit warm up and she's giving me this little like uh fly like, girl like j-lo on on in living color you know and i put your hand and then she when the hook came on she's like she's doing her hands up and shit <laughs> <laughs> almost like she's the zumba instructor and i'm like the class <laughs> and everybody on set was just kind of there watching and they're just like is his wife telling him how to move <laughs> and sure enough i'm like oh <laughs> this does look hello fuck oh man hold on feedback monitor off 
That okay, was, was check. That's what was happening to me when I did check, the... Check, um, check, check. Yeah, I don't know. I need to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, look into... Maybe it was my laugh that did that. Because we were laughing a lot. <laughs> the laugh? You know, I laughed so... Because it said it said Detected it was feedback, but feedback. how? My laugh. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, maybe the headphones. I don't know. I, I'll get to the bottom of that. But uh, that's a technical issue. But um, what the hell was I talking about? About me being your Zumba instructor in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, so I went ahead and did whatever. Because for one, she's a really good dancer. And she's a performer because she's done like dance and school stuff and all kind of drill team type of shit. And um, so I, I was like, oh, this does look better for the hook. I can already tell. Like when I'm throwing my hand up like, hey, oh, hip hop, hooray. <laughs> And uh, but anyway, I'm really looking forward to it because I can't wait to see this whole thing put together because my album is coming in mm-hmm. November. Uh, we have a crazy campaign ready for you guys. Y'all know us. We don't stop. We want to bring the creativity, uh, the artwork, uh, the merch. Oh, my God. The merch. Just, David mm-hmm. did an amazing job. Like and the artist did, too. Like, yeah, everything, yeah. Shout this out whole, to Frank from this uh, whole Art Manifested. Yeah, man just came together so well. Um, yeah. I'm glad that we thought it through and it wasn't something that we were like, well, fuck it. We'll just like do on it some mixtape yeah. shit. Like, man, just hire whatever little designer off of Instagram. Just, you know, chunk them, whatever. And you know what I'm saying? And they just make you a little quick little square yeah. cover design. They went and Google image a picture and they did the best they could with it. And you didn't you didn't take no photo anyway. Anyway, how many times have I done that? Plenty. Um, but I'm glad that, um, you know, we have the resources and, and the wisdom to say, you know what? This music really deserves a decent presentation, even though I've been out of the campaigning music scene. You know, when's the last time I just went all in and it's like, I'm going station to station pitching my song like, nah. Uh-uh. I don't go station to station pitching my song. I just <laughs> give it to the fans and y'all stream it and, and you know. That's it. Yeah, we we do what we do. Well, lately that's how you've been doing it because you've been more focused on comedy. So that's Yeah, for the why. past few yeah. years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't really have no big motivation, but um in the beginning of my comedy career, I I dropped like Dirty Orchata and that was a cool mixtape and we pressed up copies and all the VIPs got one. So I'm looking forward to pressing up copies of this one and hitting the streets we're not gonna tell you how when why what where but best believe it's gonna be a grassroots campaign and i can't wait for you guys to see it i'm very excited it's gonna be another one of those we're fucking busy all the time and you know sleep deprived but you know what my aunt said today Mm -hmm. um she texted me and she was like hey i want to meet up for lunch for your birthday and i said yeah let's do it like let me just kind of figure out how my day is gonna go and you know what i'm saying i'll I'll let you know right Mm -hmm. so it was funny because I don't know what I said. And I said, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to be 39. You know, I was like, why? You know, and then she started laughing. She goes, well, how about I'm going to be 46? And I was like, OK, that didn't even sound old to me. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because I'm just like, OK, well, 40. But I guess I feel like I'm turning. And she goes, um, she goes, well, you know what amazes me about you? I said, what? She goes, I have no idea where you find energy. And I was like, why does everyone say that about me? Where do you find energy? I'm like, I really think I should go get tested to see if I'm ADD. Mm, you pretty much probably are. <laughs> uh, 
but you you're you're a hard worker you're uh you're really good at executing stuff like you attack problems and like me sometimes i get overwhelmed and I, I gotta like sit down and think like oh man so many steps and then after doing these three steps you still gotta do these other five steps and it's like you know what i don't even want to deal with it like that and um uh, so. yeah like when you were kind of getting a little frustrated about um you know the photo i mean i'm sorry the video shoot where i was like calm down it's gonna be fine you're because you know you were like i hate being late and you know you were just kind of like being yourself when, when we're being late for which when you when we because we landed you immediately had oh to go i had drop to go to merch yeah you had to go get a, a cut real quick i underestimated yeah. how long it was going to take for me to land check in at the hotel mm -hmm. get to the barber shop get edged up real quick the beard i actually had to shave my head too and then uh my boy uh, let me let me uh ride you know borrow his truck while we were out there the barber, Jaime. So anyway, it took us a little while. It took a couple hours to do all that and then finally get on set. So I hope they weren't like, fucking diva, man. We've been here all morning. Shit set up. <laughs> but, uh, man, shout out once again to Tony. Uh, and, and, and all the fans that showed up, guys. We mm -hmm. appreciate you guys being coming out and being extras. It was a great trip. Great uh, trip. I... Every time, like every time I appreciate the fans, I don't. And right now it's so hard because usually I give hugs to people. You know, I'm like, thank you so much for coming out. Or I'll touch the hand and I'll. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, yeah. You, you know, and right now it's, I got to be so like, like oh, I, that's I, what's up. I do the elbow and it's awkward. And one thing that we talked about, uh, the comedians and mm -hmm. I, as we're sitting there selling merch, they were like, in El Paso, they're not fucking scared to hug you. Like they wanted to hug, and you then the comedians were were afraid to like say no, you know, because you feel mm -hmm. bad. They're excited, you know. And I just uh, when they would ask to take pictures and then be like, "Can we hug?" I'd be like, oh, "Not, not, not during, not right now." <laughs> I'm like, "Gosh, I feel so bad. I didn't want to like, you know, I don't like saying no, you know, because to me, I appreciate one their attendance, two. The fact that they're sitting, you know, they're going to come mm -hmm. buy merch because they just spent money on tickets. They just spent money on food and drinks and, you know, to have a good time. And then they're still going to shop. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I'm appreciative of all three of the things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because if we don't bring people to the club, the club doesn't want to book you again. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you don't give a good show, they're not going to come out again. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? If they had a good time, then they want to take a, some kind of memorabilia with mm -hmm. them, which is the merch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I appreciate the entire process of it, you know? And, um, I hate it right now because I can't do the, the shaking the hand, the hugging. Of course we can take a picture. Come on, you know? And, it's kind of like, damn, man, can you wear your mask? Because they'll ask me, can you take your mask off? I'm like, no, nah, I can't, not right now. You know, because, mm -hmm. I mean, we still have to be around each other. We're around other comedians, and then we start to come home to the baby. You know what I'm saying? And that, we can't give the babysitter fucking COVID, and she's got to go back to her family, too, you know? She's so it's like, kind of like, this job. Exactly. And then my mom also, you know, because my mom was, does a night shift. So, so. Uh, yeah, I haven't been doing meet and greets, and um, I think it makes for a better show. <laughs> in other words if you do the first show then you do meet and greets uh and then you you have that you have less energy for the second show and then some nights we're doing three shows i i think for you though um and and i think what people sometimes don't understand that they'll put you in the diva category which has nothing to do with that what people don't understand is mentally you have to prepare like you get in a zone it's just like going to the gym you know you mm -hmm. go to the gym i 
guys, this is like legit true. If anybody at the gym that I knew would, I see them in the corner of my eye and be like, fuck man, they're going to want to talk. Um, let me see how I'm going to go around this shit, you know? And I'd be like, uh, kind of like trying to avoid them. And then so one way or the other, we're going to have to end up bumping into each other. So my trick was always, I would only pull one, <laughs> one uh, of the, um, headphone. the headphones, um, like to the side and leave the other one on so that they knew like I need to make this conversation short bro because uh I gotta work out you know what I'm saying so it'd be like oh yeah that's what's up okay yeah uh uh-huh all right man I gotta finish this workout nice chatting with you and it's like I put that bitch back on and be like thank god you know what I'm saying but that was my trick that I learned that little trick um and it was because someone pointed it out to me they're like all right i'll let you go i know you got that one headphone out the, the one ear out that means you, you, you're focused i was like mm-hmm. oh is that what that means okay great thanks for telling me that because now i'm gonna do that every time i'm at the gym so anyway it, it may not be the best comparison but what i'm getting at is when you're doing a show you know the you're got to be back there you kind of like got to get in the zone you're kind of like just kind of reviewing your material how you want to come out you know what i'm saying just kind of getting ready for the really people. just energy because yeah. if you want to give 50 people a good meet and greet um experience it's going to require you being enthusiastic and you know and and talking more after you just talked for an hour that now i see why some people though do meet and greets babe before the show like way before they do an hour before mm. like when doors open that's when the meet and greet is happening mm-hmm. and then once the show starts yeah, it's like it's that's show, done yeah. and now it's just show time i see now why some comedians do it that way because it probably during that time that you're there you're probably not burning any energy yet you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like okay i'll i'll do mm-hmm. my meet and greet now and well, then i'll do the show well we'll figure it out after the pandemic sure. for sure mm-hmm. uh 2021 um Obviously, you know, we're playing it by ear. Normally, you would have already started um, booking all the dates for 2021, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, it's kind of like us trying to do some dates while we've pieced together some dates that keep getting pushed back, a.k.a. California dates. Well, um, so I got an email and I think that some of our dates that we were supposed to have, we were actually, you were actually supposed to be in Ontario and Oxnard this week. The 6th and the 7th. Literally tomorrow mm-hmm. and tomorrow and Tuesday. No, no, I'm sorry. Tuesday and Wednesday. We were going to come back Thursday. Then leave out of town for your nephew's wedding on Saturday. So these mm-hmm. shows got postponed to January is where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. And your November dates, we haven't canceled them yet because he wants to wait to see what happens. So. Well, um, maybe after elections. <laughs> don't worry y'all we're not about to get political but maybe after elections that's what everybody keeps saying like man we ain't gonna know shit you know we're not gonna know what's being hyped up and mm-hmm. over politicized mm-hmm. and what's being used as a tool to gain power and shit on the other party or whatever but uh but anyway el pass overall was very productive um who was i telling I was telling somebody, oh, it was midnight. I spoke to midnight today. I was like, man, we're just slowly falling more, falling more and more in love with El Paso. I, I, I really <laughs> it's, like it's, it. It's like it's charming even. Let me tell you what I, I like about it, babe. I mm. liked that um, it was a small town feel, but it's a big it's still place. Big, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Cause and then just, you got Juarez right there, which... Uh, what's his name sam butler wanted to get me on his podcast and that's where his studio is 
we didn't have a chance to get it done, but uh, part of me was like, ooh, what is in the daytime, right? Like, how we doing this? What do I need to bring? What's my excuse? That's hilarious. Oh, no, nah, I ain't bring my passport, player. <laughs> what is the rule to cross real quick? I think you don't need the passport to cross. You can just have your license to, to go over there. I think the passport's more for when you fly, but I could be wrong. Mm. I think they have a passport card now that you can use to cross back and forth mm. to the border, from the border and... Because remember when we were at my, we went to my grandma's. Reynosa. When we were in mm -hmm. when we were in McAllen for a show, we went over there for a few hours. Mm -hmm. We just used our ID. That was it. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my passport. Yeah, yeah. I think when we so. Got there. I think we were fine. The only thing my aunt said, man, they might give you a heart. They might like make you answer a few more questions. Blah blah blah, and that's it. So, but we mm. they didn't give us no beef. We were good. Yeah, um, we came back and forth like nothing. Yeah, but El Paso is just, it's just charming. The people are super nice. There's so many artists. It's, there's like so much talent. How many like drummer, editor, video, director, uh, uh, muralist, photographer, people, uh, chef, uh, you know, cooks? Um, I actually, I could live there. I could live there. I still just I, not. You probably wouldn't want to be there full time because yeah, I know you. Yeah, I can't. I, I have to. You be love variety. You like I the love, beach too much. Yeah, I like every, a little bit of everything. Like you I, like big city life too much. Yeah, I do. So I, keep I, it real. Yeah, I I do. But, but that's what I was telling. Um, I was telling Jaime's wife. I was like, uh, I was like, man, I want a place where I can just kind of go to when I just want to get away from all the hustle and bustle and just kind of like regroup waco i love too i love that yeah. it's super small um small is good you know like yeah. it was to, to like decompress and and Let's slow down yeah slow down for a little bit it, it helps you gather thoughts like uh get inspired. It helps you get inspired and creative it's really weird how that works you know from for, it's for almost, me yeah because because it's a getaway yeah. nine times out of ten it's not home so if it's a small town maybe it kind of forces you to be more present and that that beer at that place just tastes a little i guess really it's it it's ultimately it's up to you right like no matter where you go there you are yeah like it's really your mindset and your habits of thinking you're yeah, going to uh -huh. take them with you to the beach or or anywhere so but, uh, I, eventually i i'd like to end work like when everything is running on its own and we are not required to be there at all times i definitely definitely want to make mexico home for mm -hmm. me on the beach i want to have a coffee shop on the beach where people can come and hang out and you know just sit by the beach and have their coffee if they don't want to have it from the porch of their house you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like I just really want that. I really want to be able to wake up, go to my patio. The beach is right there and drink coffee on my rocking chair. Like I really want. That's I, what I love about having my rocking chairs in the front. Oh, it'll be a year I got those, babe. I got mm -hmm. them last year for my birthday. I think I saw there's a storm going to like Cancun or some shit. Oh, no shit. I think it's called Gamma or mm. I don't know if it's a tropical storm or a depression mm. or, or a hurricane. But, uh, you know, we're we're officially in October it's still hot as hell in Houston. Um, we're going to get on our garden. We're going to get on our podcast. And, and right now, I feel like, obviously, we're gearing up to release an album. And, and you know, um, 
it's sounding great by the way mm-hmm. but um what i'm trying to say is it's almost like not as much travel is scheduled or at least flying and all that type of craziness exhaustingness yeah. <laughs> to where we can kind of plan a little bit and think ahead because if you want to retire on a beach and this that and the third we're really just one cash cow away for sure in other words we don't know what that thing is that's going to kind of like be um with a passive income or something that's just established with hard work to where it just keeps on giving, 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 giving. And, um, you know, obviously that's the, yeah, that's the master plan. Yeah. So we're just one cash cow away. um, So invest wisely so that we can end. I don't want to be working at 60. Mm -hmm. I don't. Nah. I'm sorry. I don't. Um, I just don't. That's just my thing in my head. I think most people don't. I don't think no one wants to work at 60, but you know, there's some people that still have to do it, but I'm just saying like, I don't. The same way I told myself that I refuse to work for someone for the rest of my life, I've already told myself that I refuse to work for the rest of my life. And However, there are a lot of people like rest in peace your grandfather who oh, yeah. who you said love working who My you gosh. said they they get bored when they're retired and then they get ants in the pants and then and they, they got just, depressed yeah My grandfather got like, depressed big time like why yeah. am i here what do i do what's my role that's but you know what's funny mm-hmm. that's the reason why i say i want a coffee shop while i'm living retired in mexico why do you think that is because I am such a busybody, I don't think honestly 100% that I would know how to stay still. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to stay still. I don't. Like, for me, if I relax once a week, that's the energy I needed for like, mm. like, that's all I need. I just need one day of doing nothing. Yeah. And that one day, and literally what I mean by doing nothing is me going to the gym, me hanging out with Penny, me hanging out, us hanging out as a family, just nothing work related. I just need that one little like energy. And then I'm, I'm good for about another two weeks. <laughs> now yeah. I need another one again. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that's the reason why I, I kind of know myself and subconsciously, I think I know that's the reason why I'd like to have a business on the beach because of that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I won't. I don't know how to, st- I want to have, I want to be there and I want to know my, the people that come in my coffee shop and I'd be like, Hey, como estas? Hey baby. So tomorrow I have a nice block of time for studio. Nice. So it's going to, we're going to live like uh, those couples where like they work apart. Oh yeah. So just get ready, you know, you know, maybe pack me a little lunch. <laughs> And just be ready for when I get home. It's going to be a long, stressful day. Well, oh, how long? How many, how many, what are you doing? I think it's like six hours. What's time? What, start I to think what? it's like two to eight, I think. So we can have lunch and then I'll be back for dinner. Wow. Uh, yeah. Initially, my plan. How does that work when you do that many hours? Like, I how have do you a lot stay to do. Focused? Well, because it, like in my case, if you're doing a variety of things like Okay, well, never mind. That makes sense. It's like you're going to work for eight hours, right? Because that's how what usually would it. Yeah. Somebody that goes to work goes from eight to five, right? Yeah. So you might spend an hour mixing down a song. You might spend maybe an hour working on a, a verse or something, and then another hour sorting through files, making trying to make a folder with the songs that are going to make the cut, and then another hour working on a, you know, helping the Uber Eats guy find the damn sweet number, yeah, and then. Yeah, yeah. And then now you're eating and you're listening back, trying to rest your ears and then, you know, so on and so forth Um, or whatever recording, you know. Yeah, I think I'm starting off the morning. um, I'm going to do the gym first thing in the morning. What about Uh, your gratitude? 
my gratitude yes so if we're gonna start it and make it official we should like i'm gonna announce it today all right because i'm also going to announce on my story like all the people that participated that i just need their addresses and i'm gonna send them a little something um and i just thought it'd be great for me to send them like some kind of little uh gift you know what i'm saying i don't know what it is gonna be yet i feel like it needs to be like fitness related like a, a, a pro, like a protein shaker with your logo a water bottle with your logo mm-hmm. uh exercise bands with your logo um so on and so forth um mm-hmm. a hat a vip type of thing mm-hmm. but um but you know how people always like you should use your platform for good and use your platform use your platform well i think this is a great way to promote something positive that is, it just it just happens that this is something we want to do in our lives to really help tighten up the morning routine. You know what I'm saying? Because that little thing could be in your toolbox for when you're engineering your morning. Yeah. You know, if you're engineering your morning and if you learn from a stupid social media challenge or whatever, where it's like, oh, this couple that I follow or whatever, they got a little podcast, but they did this thing one time in October and I tried it and now I kind of kept it. You know what I'm saying? I kept it or I learned that I can train myself to learn new habits by just attacking it, attacking it that way. Like, I love that. That means in, in November, I'm already thinking, like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be the reading thing, like reading at night or just keep working on the morning routine? I really would like to continue to work on my morning. I hope that this month gives me that because, I, you know, I feel like I don't know. I don't know what it is, for, how it is for you, babe. But for me, whenever I've had a birthday, I've always wanted to do something new on a birthday. So for me, it's like a new, a new habit, uh, uh, a new challenge for myself. Um, for my 35th, it was the bodybuilding and I kept it up, obviously. Um, that in, a, was, in a way, mine was stand up. That was way. yours. Yeah, I can see that because, you know, it was something that you always wanted to do and you just never. I, yeah, I mean, it was scary and I didn't think I was going to be. I mean, I was just like, oh, my God, like this is really hard. Like, how can you come up with funny stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was literally telling myself, like, like, okay, you could do little dumb impressions for YouTube and you do little stupid voiceovers. Yeah. And, like, you know, some of your songs are catchy or whatever. Like, sometimes you make your friends laugh at the diner. But I didn't think it was just like, man, it's a 50-50 chance that I'm going to be able to pull this off. Like, entertain people, tell jokes, tell stories, and keep their attention and do a good job and not get just sympathy laughs. Yeah. Like, uh uh-huh, I saw what you did there. Or like cringy puns, like just cheesy, <laughs> laughing my own jokes type of shit. And um, uh, how about this, Sol? And we'll wrap it up with this because uh, it's, it's about to be that time. Would you? How much would you say taste level? Let's just call it taste level, right? Because art is subjective. Mm-hmm. How would you describe taste when it comes to comedic styles? For example, uh, I see why people like that comedian, but to me, you know what I'm saying? It's mm. just not, uh, his, his subject matter doesn't have enough variety mm. or, or this guy talks about himself too much or this guy, he laughs at his own jokes and it's just kind of cheesy or this dude's a little bit too family friendly. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, because you, you're doing it like this. Mm. Sorry. Make sure you point it. Um, but what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I see that. Um, I think 
I mean, we were kind of talking about this with with Jerry and, you know, about who we think is funny and, you know, how who's overrated, who's overrated and so forth. So we were kind of talking about this already. Um, I never I only did comedy as a form of this was my entertainment. Right. Uh, Just work, as a fan. right? Yeah, as a fan working with you and traveling with the rest of the comedians. I started to understand. And guys, um, it's like anything that you dissect. It's kind of crazy when you when you analyze it and realize like what it took to make that and the amount of writing and the amount of like thought process, um, editing, editing, trial and error. drink a drink, think a different way than most of us kind of do. Um, it's really weird the way they think and it's hilarious. And, you know, uh, the fact that they sit in the back, what I mean by they is the guys that we roll with and everybody that, you know, Chingo included, uh, sit back, listen to each other. And they're always giving each other tags and maybe you should do it this way. You should do it that way. Um, it's crazy though, because I feel it's the only type of art that is not the same as anything else that you can rehearse. Does that make sense or no? I guess you're saying that, once you get into the nitty gritty of what of how comedy works, mm-hmm. that you'd be surprised how much work goes into it. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I don't know why I even like brought that up. But uh, to re- oh, this this is why I brought it up. I feel like I'm underrated, and I know that sounds cocky, uh, because some people may feel that I'm overrated in a lot of regards. Like he was too new to be having on damn Netflix. Um, but if you look at I mean, Marisol, she, you know, she's she's witnessed me on stage. Yeah. She's sure. been in the presence. But what I'm saying is I've only been doing it six years. One of the years was a damn leap year, COVID, right? A, a weird year. So you can argue that I've only been at it five. But anyway, I've, I've been in six years. And like I roll with cats that obviously set the bar. Mm. These cats are seasoned. Mm-hmm. They're, they're 10, 11, it just depends, 12, 13 years deep. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a lot of experience, so on and so forth. They're just naturally funny, great writers. And I do my best to keep up. And, and they all know. do a good job, though, also, babe. Um, and the reason why I... Guys, it's funny because it's I'm very skeptical about anybody new that comes into the group. It's funny. Um, and I, I peep them out first. So uh, when Chingo will tell me about a new person... You got to really check them out. I'll be like, mm-hmm, okay, let me see. <laughs> like the little boy, Ralph. Uh-huh. When you were like, I'm going to give him five minutes. I was like, wait a minute. We didn't we didn't discuss this. What's, no, what's I, this I about? Get, I get really nervous about like some person, even people I know, even though like I let people go up all mm-hmm. the time, you know. Um, but I, I get really nervous because I feel like, Especially like when I'm barely getting back in the groove myself yeah, yeah, and I'm so insecure about everything going smooth and the fans really liking the show. The last thing I want is for somebody to mess up like, oh, my bad. I was supposed to introduce this person. And then now it just turns into a thing where it's like, is, is this bad luck now? Is everything going to be mm. thrown off because that person didn't introduce this person right or or whatever? Yeah. You know, what's so crazy is I feel like I'm everyone's mom like all the comedians mom like i'm so motherly to everybody right like i'd be like watching them out or like you know um you know i just be peeping it like i just be like hmm why is that person over there around 
that comedian what are they asking <laughs> what are they wanting hmm you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i'm very like you know in the minute i hear oh i did this and this is why did you allow that you know i'll get all mad at them like do you know you could have made more money? Why mm. would you have done that? Why didn't you ask me a question first? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm all like, it doesn't make sense. You shouldn't do shit like that. You know what I'm all like? Salen todos regañados como like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a mom. And, uh. Well, you're really good at negotiating. So yeah, you be pinpointing, you know. Yeah, errors. but I, you know what I'm saying? But I just be like, uh, I don't know. Like, I just like. I, you're overprotective. I, yeah, I'm overprotective of everybody. Like, I love, you know what I'm saying? All the guys that roll with us. We roll with a very, 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 very talented uh, group of comedians. And, and I think everyone that rolls with us, uh, I'm sorry, everyone that's attended a show who has seen any of the comedians that yep. roll with us would agree that um, they're very much up to par. And, you know, they were all very much willing to help you when you first started as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. uh, they all sat with you and mm -hmm. talked with you. You know, uh, Javi Luna's a great person, uh, you know, who's... An amazing writer um yeah i get tips from like everybody everyone. midnight yes, bryson midnight, jerry yes sepulveda they always like you know try to give me tags mm -hmm. or, or like hey dude on that joke when you when you hold the mic like this with your left hand try it with your right hand da, 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 or whatever right for example yeah and um yeah all the guys that we've watch even, each other's even back. from the very beginning um even with uh blame uh even with john stringer you know mm -hmm. uh, but those guys wanted I, I got it you know what i'm saying they wanted their wings and they needed to not be you know what i'm saying like features anymore i think they were ready to start their own stuff as all the other comedians do as well but i think they yeah that's just, just a natural progression yeah, they were ready to like yeah 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 you know what i'm saying and uh not saying that our current comedians don't want to spread their wings and fly obviously they all do that's everyone's goal no you know I, think, I think what you're saying is you know we have a variety of a cast of, mm -hmm. of supporting crew mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and John and blame are some of the cats that we don't work with as often. Yeah. And, and really because I know that Stringer is always busy. They're both hustlers. Yeah. They're both hustlers. They're both hustlers. Sure. And that's, that's what you're supposed to do. So yeah. like, yeah. I'm looking forward, like we just finished saying all these dudes are so talented and, um, it's really, they're all just like one TikTok away or one thing, mm. one little piece of content or one system away, like just being consistent with like, all right, I'm going all in on TikTok. I'm going all in with podcasting, whatever it may be. And that goes into that equation to that formula to where it's like talent times these systems equals these fools are selling out theaters. You know, we're all doing arenas and shit. Mm -hmm. so basically, I, I want to be a part of this ushering in a whole new wave, a whole new generation because it's been a while since we have a whole new wave mm -hmm. and a whole new generation. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we have the veterans that are still killing it today that opened doors and, and trailblazed it for us. And, um, you know, so long story short, we appreciate all the love for these last few cities. Um, I feel like something got take cleared off my plate and I, it, it's almost like a little bit of a weight off the shoulders yeah. in a way, as much as I love going to cities and performing, that's really like my main shit. I love it. Uh, it gets in, exhausting in sometimes. You're, you're, in a way, you're still what we haven't, what we have planned or are trying to plan. And I think it's going to be a little bit different. And I think the reason, what I mean by that is, I think it's going to finally give you that connection that we haven't had due to the to COVID, because mm. you're going to be able to kind of interact with fans. Mm. Versus right now, you have to, you've been having to be like, well, maybe yeah. after elections or after a vaccine or a treatment or. 
a change of policy as to how we are moving forward. Like, like I'm really curious, like how much does COVID need to go away for like the whole mask rule to not be a thing? Mm -hmm. Like, when are they going to tell us like, Hey, based on the data, like we're cool now. Like you don't have to wear a mask all the time. Mm -hmm. Cause, um, I mean, I like feeling safe, you know, considering COVID is still a thing. But I can't wait for COVID not to be a thing so mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we can kind of get back to the old days and you can just pile up in a room and get crunk and, you know, get life back to normal. You know, going out to eat and if you want to go get a drink or so on. Yeah. But, uh, but we're grateful. Yeah, and, for sure. All the time. <laughs> October challenge. It's a gratitude challenge. Ten minutes of gratitude every morning. And if you're down to do it, guys, use hashtag gratitude with the blings. And, oh uh, shit my baby thought of that on the spot okay. gratitude <laughs> with the blings gratitude with the blings i mean it's four words but you know it has a ring to it just hashtag yeah. it gratitude with the blings if you down to join <laughs> jingo always gotta just man we were in a row here he goes uh I'm gratitude with the out. blings and um the same way i'm picking out all the little winners from the hashtag her athletics mm -hmm. um that's how i'm gonna find the people that are participating with the hashtag you know gratitude yeah. with the blings perfect so it's a gratitude challenge i can't wait to start um i'm sure many of you guys are already grateful and y'all already do y'all already got your shit together but mm -hmm. uh but um i can always tighten up the morning routine and the night routine and just trying to be better than we were yesterday and happy to be podcasting and and, and you know connecting with you guys and we're looking forward to meeting you real real soon and um and enjoy life and mm -hmm. connect mm -hmm. with the Chingo crew. I don't know what, what y'all's uh, team name is going to be, but uh, maybe it's Chingo crew. Chingo Nation. <laughs> Chingo crew. I don't know. The Bling team. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Chinga, All right, y'all. Y'all be good. And uh, to, uh, you The wanna, Bling Bunch. <laughs> you want to knock out an episode for you? Or either sure, use this for you. It. Or we, you mean tomorrow? We can do mine tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. Be safe. Talk to you soon. What did he say?